Today on this episode, we're gonna go over the three steps to get your mind right for 2020. Let's get your mind right, people. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it, screams from the haters, got a nice ring This podcast is basically about this idea of a new decade and everyone seems really excited about that. But what does that mean to you? Like, what are you gonna do with that? Are you gonna be excited for 10 minutes? Are you gonna realize like, 10 years, a new decade, what are you going to do with that? In the last 10 years, I have graduated law school. Uh, No, actually, I'll back up. I moved to a new city that I didn't know anyone. I graduated law school. I met love my life and my husband. I had two kids. I want to meet this guy. I have, and I I started an entire, right, it's a complete recap of what we've been talking about in the last two episodes, which has been the background, so I'm so excited to bring everyone up to speed. Now we're starting a new year together, since now you know everything I've done for the last 10 years. So, you bought a dog. I forgot Bentley also came into the picture in 2012. You moved like eight times. Finally, we're finally home though. Thank God. You have lots of great friends that you've met along the way. I've met a lot of incredible... So a lot has happened. So like, what are we going to do with that? Because I did a lot and I really... I can't say that I am the same... Well, I'm obviously not the same person because I obviously have two kids and I'm married, so... So you mind if I paraphrase what this podcast what is What are you going to do? Let me tell you what this podcast is about. It's about getting your mind right for 2020. The I next agree. decade. Get your mind right, right? And we want to just talk about how we get our minds right. Fuck, I'm going to be 40 amazing, the next time there's a decade. This amazing new I'm going to be Eric's age. <laughs> oh, that's so scary. I mean, personally, I'm still remember 1999 2K, but you know. <laughs> Here we are, 2020, 20 years later. So what do you do to keep your sanity? <laughs> so you know, basically, how are you doing it? So number one, you should accept wherever you are in life right now, right? Because you're not going to change it overnight. I think that's a really, really important part. And I think that... 10 years, good. Give yourself 10 years to figure out whatever it is or wherever it is you're going. But let's step, take a step back. Whoa, 10 years. Fuck that. What are you talking about? 10 years to figure your shit out? I'll be like 150 years old till I figure it out. We got now. We live in the moment. We live today. Fuck <laughs> waiting 10 years. What are so you talking I, about? I think, all right, so let's step back to last New Year's. So last New Year's was a shit show. I'm just going to say it. I was just not in a good place. I was, I'm going to just say, leaning towards fear. I had had probably the worst year financially and like career wise, although like you would have never guessed it, but I did. I did terrible. My GCI sucked. I was like, Whoa, it's, it's slow down, slow down. What? I'm in the middle simmer, of a story. Simmer down now. So your perception was My, that it no, was no, the No, no, the reality year. was it was legit the worst year on but paper. Not, what I had, true. no. Okay, so financially on paper, success wise in my career, let's say. So like, in one way in which you are defining your success is saying it was difficult because my perception of what you were doing everything is a stepping stone you are an entrepreneur and you're a hustler and you're saying all right i had a bad year but the reality is if we discuss with audience no shit you're always on the verge of success and failure that's life life is at a razor thin edge if you read every 
successful, and you know what, you, I know you bust my chops about it, but if you look at every successful person, whether it's Oprah, whether it's a military you person that I read Oprah. about, <laughs> of course, I was just trying to throw that out there for everyone. I'm, <laughs> he I'm did trying, not to, I'm trying to connect to the other part of the audience, but the reality worry, is <laughs> everyone's success is on a razor thin margin. So if what you're saying is last year you were on the verge of your worst year, to me, you could perceive that as, oh shit, let me go run and hide. But that's not what my wife does. My wife then doubled down and knew that she was on the razor thin edge and that success may be just around the corner. But if you then fold in the cards, you're never going to know. Right? Okay, so but I just want to explain what that means then because I agree. I think that everyone has, and this is really, really important. And I think we forget this. Individually, we are all going through our own either heaven and hell. So for me at that time, right, it felt really difficult. It felt hard. It felt like I was being defeated. I was working basically just to, just to pay Ellie's salary at that point. It was scary. It was a lot of uncertainty right and uncertainty by the way I've, I've come to realize is the hardest and scariest thing about life is like not knowing like what's gonna happen on like even if whatever you're in school an exam or like do a, like whatever anything which, which is a great intro into one of my favorite favorite sayings I am oh so <laughs> thankful that you brought that up so it sounds to me and call me crazy is that it's not about the uncertainty. It's getting comfortable with that uncertainty, <laughs> getting comfortable with that risk. And even on my board today, of which I have this wonderful board where I remind myself of all these things, it says uncomfortable till comfortable. That means only comfort in Did discomfort. Did you get that from Noah Neiman? I got it from, I believe this one <laughs> that is That sounds something from, like you would say in Rumble. No, nah, it's this, this Colonel. He said that once. This Colonel Holbrook, this special ops guy. But... Mm. No, I think a lot it of people you. use it. It's it's certainly my boy Noah. Obviously, shout out Noah Nima at Noah Nima. <laughs> but uh, uh, in general, though, no, it's a lot of it's different. Noah it's Dean a lot Neiman. of it's a lot of different people. Correction. Not just him. And I always like to find the source. So I think what you're saying is super relevant for a perspective of everyone else. Here's a successful woman stating to you her vulnerability that felt, oh my God. I was uncomfortable, it was uncertainty, and yet, you're saying now, get your mind right. So I woke up and I said, you know what, I have to figure this out and it's gonna start with me and I have to stop like looking to my husband or my mom or my kids to bring me joy. I have to figure it out myself. So I made a promise to myself, I am going to meditate every single day for this entire year. So you made a commitment to I yourself. You made 100% a commitment. Can I, I gotta tell you, there's this very famous psycho, therapist guy and I know I'm going to miscategorize because that's just my life named Carl Jung and Carl Jung said those who look without dream and those, those who look, look within, within realize. realize so that's pretty interesting that you came to the realization that you needed to find power within and that nobody on the outside was ever going to create your power so that's pretty interesting that's getting your mind right for 2020 although it was 2019 when you figured it out so go on so I grabbed Ellie because I was a little like I guess whatever it was, now, I needed for the people a support. Out there, Eleonora 
is one of your colleagues at on the Alyssa Brody team. So Eleanor runs our basically our entire team with with me. Her, but because remember this is a her podcast, official. And without official, you describing, she, no one would have a clue what the hell you're talking about. Well, so then you should follow me, me at, at Allie Brody, and you'll know all about oh, our lives. Plugged it up, plugged <laughs> it at Allie Brody. So get it, tag it, slice Allie, it, friend oh it. Oh my God! So Allie. Ellie, we're never filming on a Friday again with this one. So Ellie, basically, um, her official title is marketing director, but she's really just director of my entire life. And I said to her, I'm like, listen, I think we should start meditating every day. Will you do it with me? And I will say that, like, you know how you have, like, a gym buddy? And, like, we did that too. But through this journey, I would say, like, you, if you need it, find somebody who's willing to support you in it and not ask any questions, right? So she didn't, she never questioned me. She was just like, all right, sure. Like, and she just did it. And we'll bring her on and you can hear her own because I think it's really incredible the evolution she's gone through in a year. Meditation. Roll your eyes. I'm going to say it till I'm blue in the face. I'm going to say it every day until you start meditating. It, science has backed it up and I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going to go We'd love that. to hear the uh, study that you're referencing. <laughs> um, I guess we'll post that on the podcast later, this scientific study of meditation. It creates I can't neurological wait. pathways. And it, listen, if you meditate, you can just... Calm the fuck down so you can hear yourself. You will hear yourself. Gabby Bernstein calls it your ing, your inner guide, right? It's all about just trying to calm the chaos. And I think that there's a lot of different tools and I think there's a lot of different variations of meditation. But what I did is literally, if you know me, I'm very hyper. There's always a lot going on. If you, I think the people around me have seen the shape and shift in that like I can still be a hyperactive, energetic person without being a complete psychopath and let me be the first and feeling like i have to throw up out of anxiety because by the way that's what would happen to me let me be the first person to say that one of the things that i think is so incredible about my wife girls poop and that's so amazing (laughs) is that she a hundred percent works on herself to change so that's another thing evolve never satisfied with the status quo if you're not moving forward or changing something, then you're stagnant and you're losing, which I think is Loser. another super important thing about getting your mind right, right? Right. How are you pushing yourself daily? You made something, you said a year goal, right? A year is not that long, it's people. It's not. It goes You could so make that commitment. So what did she do, which is incredible, small things. She said, I'm going to meditate daily. Do you know meditation could be a fucking minute, right? It doesn't have to be like you sit in some you know, monastery for an hour, but she then made the commitment for one year. Imagine that people, you actually have to make a commitment to do something. So to recap, you got to meditate, find the power within. Step one, you have to accept your situation, however it is right now, good, bad. And by the way, if you think life, you're walking in a club, great, appreciate it because it's going to change. It's going to change and you're going to have to know how to get back to that moment of joy. So step one, accept your situation. You know, that reminds me of something that before we met. In martial arts, we called it the yin and yang. Oh my God. It goes up and it comes down. So even when you're super high, you will eventually go super low. But guess what? So light it, it up will again. Change. But you know what? Before you, I never would have known that apparently. So uh, thank you so much for teaching me that too. Step one, we're going to accept. Step two, we're going to calm the chaos. So... They say that, like he's saying, I suggest sitting quietly, putting, you know, I like guided meditation. That's how I started. If 
I, you can use apps. There's a lot of them out there. You can start reading a book, but like, I feel like if you can just sit down quietly and a lot of you probably do it in the shower and you're not realizing it, like, you know, in the shower is the only time you're, well, sometimes you're by yourself. If you're a parent, you're deaf never, but like, if you are by yourself in the shower, it's probably like when you think, but just if you close your eyes, put a timer, five, five minutes and just sit and breathe. You're going to be surprised at what you're going to get out of yourself and what you're going to think about and what you're going to change. So so let me accept, give a meditate. And then number th- number three is you have to figure out. Stop! Don't interrupt me. No, but the whole so point number is to three is welcome to the podcast. Number three is to figure out what is your fear. Believe it or not, mine was fear of success, and it took me a long time to realize this. So fear of success means that like you're you're scared of your own limits. So I would almost. I would almost say that like one of those people that when things were going too good, I thought something was wrong, right? So if like I would get a deal and things would be going great, I'd be like, something's going to go wrong. Because I just assume that because my whole life I've had to work so hard to get to where I'm going, that life has to always be in every facet that difficult. And the reality is I realized that a lot of times I was making it more difficult for myself because of either like I would block myself, either I would start doubting my ability to negotiate deals or I would doubt my ability of broker to come a lot of times and he can say that I'd be like, maybe I'm not good enough. This deal's not going through. Like maybe I suck. Like maybe I should try a new deal. And that's, that's not the case. That's all fear-based thinking. What's your fear? your fear? Besides me. Well, you know, I look at it, I look at a lot of these things a lot different from you from a different perspective. If you actually have a fear of success, that would inherently mean that you have been successful. So, you know, I'd be like, you know, if you're worried about, if you're worried about your fear and you got that, that's a pretty good thing. So that's pretty cool that you're saying that it limits you. I don't know. I haven't had really that experience, but um, I'm very interested in hearing it. So what is your fear? What scares you? What scares me? Uh, it's it's not you know fear is a motivator for me fear is not something that hinders me if i'm not scaring myself am i really living but that so, still means you have a fear if you're saying my fine then you use fear in a positive way fear is to keep me back maybe there are people right, that so, are like you so well, it's no, still fear so, based thinking so, so first and foremost fear is is an inherent reaction of our own biology and evolution right fight or flight right it is you know the, the fact that you're bringing up is super relevant because it's not something like you can't be scared. You should be scared. That's sort of what it's all about. It's about how you can, if you're being scared and your mind is running, how you can get that under control, channel that energy to then execute, right? Because everyone is going to be scared, right? Maybe people are shocked to hear that you are scared, but like everyone from from your most, you know, you know, special ops jumping out of airplanes is scared to so how do you, the person so on the street is scared. So what are you scared, scared of and how do you deal with it? What am, what, what am I not scared of, right? I mean, I'm scared my kids will uh, uh, grow up to be amazing people. I'm scared, you know, I won't wake up the next day breathing. You know, what are you going to do? I just don't let it paralyze me, right? For me, I use the fear to motivate me, meaning that life is short, you know, have massive dreams and then figure out the steps in which to execute them because it's so short. What are you doing limiting yourself? I turn to the hokey shit. I'm spiritual and I ask for miracles and I talk to the universe and I vibrate with it. So that's how I deal with it. 
what do you other people do? How do I like you to deal go, with it? I like to go with that toxic masculinity shit. I like to go with that. You better go and fight. You know, get up, get it in, sweat, bleed. Right, believe in yourself. Are you allowed do to be upset though? Do you give yourself a chance to feel the fear first? So what, what I'm saying, fear is a biological response. Right. There's no way that you're going to then be like, I'm fearless. That's bullshit. It's about how you push through the biological response to then react. So I'm much bigger into courage. Courage is when you're scared shitless and you are fear that you could still react. That's the kind of shit that I look at is when the shit goes down, whether it's a business deal, whether you're negotiating, when whether life it's is even real, small, like when you like miss your Uber train whatever, or anything. Whenever it is, whenever you have to perform, wow. those are the moments in life that I like to focus on. How you're going to execute when the game is really on the line. Because to me, that's what it's all about. So here's what I think we should do. I think that our 2020 goal for our podcast should be to provide experiences, real experiences and tools that would help continue to push forward and evolve for your decade. Recognize your fear and courageously evolve into the person that you need to become to attack that moment of fear, right? That's great. And and, and my, my goal is to support you in that because that's why I'm here. So... You know, <clears throat> I hope that I can add color to that for my experiences as it helps you. I'd like to evolve this year into new boobs. Hey, hey.